Yo, welcome back to another episode of Monday Night Hustlers. Um, on tonight's episode, uh, we have a, a quick bite-sized one with just Scott and myself. This week, um, Nick and Dan are in the last week of their accelerator, so they are working their asses off. They got a huge demo uh, coming up this week, their last week. So, um, you know, they're still hustling. They're they just, you know, weren't able to make it on the podcast. It's understandable. More important things to do. Uh, they got some big fish that they're gonna fry, and and they're gonna knock knock this presentation out of the park. So, shout out to those guys. We love them. Um, but yeah, in today's episode, uh, Scott recaps his week at the boot camp, um, at sales boot camp where he. You know, goes through uh, the entire week and, you know, the the stuff that he took away from it as well. Um, big changes coming for, from Scott. He's got some interviews coming up and a, a whole new career change. So he kind of talks about that meta and, you know, the, the shit that's going on through his head. So, you know, real life stuff happening and, and I'm really proud of Scott of kind of taking a leap like that to change to a brand new career so um great insight from scott we talked a bit about our weekend in, in chicago um a funny story uh, of a street fest and also scott and i get into our, our fitness goals we talked about fitness um like 12 weeks ago before nick and dan went to uh, arkansas for the accelerator and so scott and i kind of give you an update and also some tips to stay on your your fitness tracks and uh, track and goals and and whatnot uh and then scott kind of blows us away with his uh science uh fact of the day or of, of the week scott's science segment that's what it is of course how could i forget yes yeah, scott's science segment um talks about some extremely extremely crazy stuff uh mind-blowing stuff that stuff kind of hard to get my wrap my head around something about um you know the magnetic fields affecting uh your ability to see the northern lights so all you instagram influencers out there who want to go to iceland and northern canada and um other parts uh where you can see those lights that may be affected so tune into this episode to hear scott's explanation of that um yeah hope you enjoy Shout out to all the listeners as well. Uh, your support means the world. The uh, the stuff that we we've seen so far from from you guys uh, have been kind of funny and and um, kind of like I'd say mind blowing for uh, for myself. Uh, I never thought that you know you guys listening would really take away what our brains kind of dump out on a weekly basis and and kind of really see you know maybe the stuff we're rambling about kind of is true and and there are changes coming to this world and you know the thoughts and ideas that we have aren't that um aren't that out there and very much so real so i hope you enjoy this episode this episode is dedicated to you guys Thank you for keeping us motivated and keeping us doing this week in, week out. 
I'm actually in Omaha, Nebraska right now for a for a QBR slash transportation forum. It's real exciting stuff. I'm you're, you'll probably fall asleep if I tell you any more about it. So I'm not going to do that. So on to our uh, episode. So hope you enjoy. Remember, always hustle on a Monday. Yo. Yo, what's going on? What up, what up? Um, yeah, so back again with another episode of Monday Night Hustlers. Uh, the date is July 15th, 2019, and we're on episode 25. We're at the quarter mark. Quarter way to 100. Exactly. And then next week will be 26, which will be a half a year. Yeah, grand uh, uh, grand reintroduction of Nick and Daniel to uh, the live podcast. Uh, going to be an exciting time. Yes, yes. They're going to be back from their accelerator finally, back in Chicago full-time. So excited about that. But yeah. um, I'd be remiss in saying that it's just – right now it's Scott and me, and we're doing this um, in different states right now. So Scott's, Scott's in Chicago. I'm currently on a work trip in Omaha, Nebraska. Very exciting stuff. Uh, yeah, the best state. Yeah, smack dab Americana. Um, so, yeah, so it's just gotten me today. Nick and Dan, they uh, are not on today because they're actually hustling. They are in the last week of their accelerator. They're uh, prepping for a huge demo this week, the last week, you know, at the accelerator. So we wish them nothing but the best. And oh yeah, they're gonna kill it. Gonna kill it. Yeah, no doubt, they're gonna kill it. But Speaking of people who are going to kill it, Scotty, you finished your boot camp. Um, so why don't you tell the people at home, to all our tens and tens of listeners, uh, how was the rest of the boot camp? And also, you know, what's next steps for you and, and your new career path? Uh, yeah, so I'm all finished. Um, the week went by quickly. Uh, for me, I guess in the beginning of the week, it couldn't have gone quick enough just because of the nerves that it kind of generated. Um but it was a good experience. You know, I'm really glad Nick kind of brought it up to me and uh, I'm glad I decided to follow through with it. But it was kind of an eye opening experience. I mean, uh, for all the listeners out there, just to kind of recap, essentially, I worked with this uh, this free boot camp or accelerator program um, with this company called Victory Lap. It pretty much um, trains uh, up and coming salespeople or just people with no sales experience at all. And um, they have a close relationship with uh couple dozen tech startups and just startups in general in the city of Chicago uh, and has, like I said, a close working relationship and helps place um, their, their um, participants in their, their accelerator program into the, into some of these companies. So uh, yeah, I talked a little bit about Monday, what Monday entailed. It was kind of more of an introduction and just an overall um, view of what the week was going to entail. Following up through the week, uh, learned, a little bit about just, I mean, not a little bit, a lot about just sales overall um, and what a sales and our career in sales might look like. So, I mean, we covered things like prospecting leads, you know, people that might uh, uh, have interest in the product that we might be selling, um, objection handling, you know, dealing with people that are giving pushback when you're trying to pitch them on uh, the product you are selling, uh, kind of handling interviews, you know, what's what's the the 
the normal etiquette, um, whether it be actually in the interview or following up, making sure, making sure you're sending thank you emails and possibly even thank you cards. Um, those are kind of like the little X factors that allow uh, for candidates to stand out. And then um, one of the coolest things that we we did, or I was I stood in awe a little bit of the CEO. Uh, I'm not going to uh, kind of announce his name, but um, he was uh, a smooth talker in the sense that he did a little education segment uh, t- saying or titled Pitch Anything. So uh, it kind of reminded me, I don't know for all the listeners out there, you, Waleed, uh, The Wolf of Wall Street with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. I don't know if you've seen that movie recently, but there's oh, yeah. a there's a part in the Love movie it. where he goes. I don't know. I'm not sure if it was before. I, I'm pretty sure it was after he had left uh, the one brokerage firm he was with. But he started uh, he started selling penny stocks. And his first uh, day in the office, he uh, there's this you know like a, a two or three minute scene where he has this amazing pitch to just a regular Joe who was interested in purchasing penny stocks and gets the guy to you know give him four thousand dollars of his hard earned cash to invest in a penny stock, you know, really volatile kind of uh, market there. And uh, that's how this guy Brian was not in a bad way. He was, I mean, people were throwing topics out to him and he was just coming up with questions and uh, rebuttals to what people might say to the, you know, uh, objecting to the the product that they might be selling. And it was uh, it was a really cool experience. It kind of reminded me almost like the dating pool where, you know, you're constantly supposed to to your date so that they stay engaged and you're kind of in control control of the conversation. Um, so I kind of made that little parallel. Uh, but overall, it was an outstanding experience uh, moving forward. Um, essentially, Victory Lab kind of has a team of people. And again, with these close relationship with these other companies that they've already established, they get you interviews, um, kind of just parlay the relationship between you and them because that's how they end up making money. It's kind of like a finder's fee. So... Yeah, it was, like I said, kind of just capping off with those topics that I said we covered. There was obviously other details or or, uh, detailed segments and just information that we learned about. Um, But I have a phone interview tomorrow with uh, Canon, the the, – the uh jesus photography company yeah the camera company and then following on thursday i have a tech startup called cancer iq which is a company that um has software that does uh looks for like genetic markers for people that um are pre pre naturally predisposed to have cancer um tries to track their lifestyle and uh, point out people that might be at risk for cancer in the future based on their eating habits or their lack of uh, mobility, all those kind of things. So I'm um, kind of excited, really fucking nervous, honestly, but uh, being nervous is a good thing because it, it makes me feel like I'm a little hungry and just uh, uh, ready for the wor- ready for what, what, what the world has to offer at this point. So yeah, that's kind of what this uh, past week was for me. It's, it's, it was good to get back to work, just uh, some normalcy in my life. Um, but yeah. Uh, again, yeah, that's, that's my question for you, Scott. Like, is it hit? Like, it probably hasn't hit you yet, but do you think it's going to hit you? You know, maybe when you like put it in your two weeks at, at your current job, like, and then the nerves start kicking up. Oh yeah, I mean that's already just. just I, I saw that email that I had the second interview uh, on Thursday, so the nerves are already kicking up. I, I saw, actually saw. It's funny that you brought that up. I saw my current boss at work today, and. Uh, took the liberty to let her know that I was in the process of transferring career. So just to have her, uh, have a, you know, an employee or a, a candidate ready to replace me at my current job. So, um, but no, yeah, overall, I just, I, I'm trying to not focus on it too much. Obviously when the moment arrives, whether it be, I have an interview or actually starting a new job, uh, I'm sure the nerves are going to be back up at a, a fucking 10 or 11. 
But again, I, I just need to get that first 90 days in those first three months. And I think I'll settle in and, um, you know, everything will be, uh, pretty much gravy word. Um, yeah. So I, wa- I wanted to get into our, our weekend cause we kind of had a funny weekend. Um, we went to, uh, this fest up in Lincoln square to North side neighborhood of Chicago. Uh, and it was the, and what I thought, so someone told me it was called the roots fest. So I thought maybe it was like, it had to do with the like pizza shop that, uh, yeah. that's pretty popular in Chicago. But, uh, I learned that it wasn't the case. So I, I was walking up uh, to the fest and I called the, called our friend Brian and I was like, Hey man, where you at? He's like, and he, he tells me he's by the stage, like next to the fence. I'm like, all right, cool. Then he goes, well, you're not going to believe this, but there's a Palestinian rock band playing on stage. And I just said, dude, shut the fuck up. I thought he just fucked yeah. up. I think shut the fuck up. And he just like, he's like, dude, I swear to God. And lo and behold, I walked up and there was a Palestinian rock band playing. <laughs> and I couldn't believe it. And like, just seeing like the crowd and the crowd was like probably majority white people. Oh uh, yeah, definitely were, all whites. And they were just fucking jamming out. I'm like, it, it was honestly one of the, the biggest culture shocks of, uh, of my life. I, um, was it the fact that there was a Palestinian rock band or that there was white people rocking out to all, a Palestinian all the, rock man, band? All the, I, I walked through the crowd and I was just like, my eyes were just like, just in wow and amazement. And I was like, in all my days, like I've lived in Chicago for 30 years. I've, I've been, you know, I've been fortunate enough to travel, you know, been to different parts of the world, not to brag. It's just, I was just saying the fact, but you know, not yeah, to brag. Yeah, it's a reality. Yeah, not to brag, but like, Seeing that was probably the biggest culture shock of my life, and yeah, I, I, it, I guess maybe that's just like progress, and and I mean they're not just like a, a rock band, like you know, like a System of a Down, you know, they're Middle Eastern as well, but like they're actually like they focus heavy on like like Arab instrumentals, and so oh, do they really? Yeah, so it's like it's it's pretty it's pretty unique in a, in a sense. Um, I mean, obviously they're they're a bit political with you know talking about their country struggles but um if you're into that stuff if you want to check them out they're on spotify i'm pretty sure they're on itunes too um the the name of the band is called 47 uh, the number 47 uh soul s-o-u-l so pretty simple if you guys want to check them out uh they rock i thought yeah and that was kind of oh, oh yeah and then we you know kind of well went, he double dipped and went uh two days in a row huh yeah, I went, I went a second day in the row and then went with you and Syed. And yeah, we, uh, yeah, I was a minority in that group. Go figure. That doesn't happen very often. Oh, hell yeah. And we went, <laughs> and we took, we took some, we took some cute photos in the, in the photo booth. Uh, yeah, I still have. Did you get one? I have one. No, I, don't I have, have an extra one, one here. Oh, uh, okay. Take yeah, a picture. I'll save it. Take, yeah, I'll take save a picture. It. I'll send it and we'll put it on the, on the M&H, uh, there you go. Instagram. So yeah, do that. It's mostly just you because that camera fucking angle was so uh, so oh, not shallow. That, no, all right, no, I'm not posting that one. Or okay, okay, then I can use <laughs> the, other one. the other one. Okay, yeah, I'll have to find the black and white one that I have uh, somewhere else in here. All right. Yeah. So obviously, that stifled our, our fitness goals a bit. We're we're trying to Scott and I have been, been trying to actively work out together. So how's that been going? I think it's been going better. Uh, just the fact that I've been going. Period. Like it's better than what I've been doing before. 
Well, yeah. So I just want to set this up, just kind of diving or just delving back a little bit to anybody that might have listened to all of our podcasts. But uh, before Nick and Daniel started this whole accelerator program, uh, we as a group of friends, a couple of us at least decided that we were going to use this 12 weeks apart. Uh, excuse me. I just got a hair, beard hair in my mouth. Uh, we were going to make our best attempts to get in shape, whether it was lose some weight or just act, be a little bit more active. So, um, you know, get that cardiovascular health going. And it started out pretty well for me. Uh, I was doing the keto diet and all that jazz. Uh, and then you and I had worked out once or twice and you liked the gym that I worked out at and weren't sure, you know, we're going back and forth on whether or not we we're going to join. And you finally did. And progress has started out slow. Um, I don't want to, I'm not going to throw you under the bus. I've been kind of an avid, uh, I will say, I won't say gym rat because I'm not a rat really at the gym. I go to the gym regularly. I haven't had a lot of progress in the past, I don't know, half a year or so just because I feel like I'm plateauing with the same type of workouts. But Waleed has been coming uh, and making an effort, a real serious effort, um, contacting me and, you know, kind of leading the way and, and getting us to go to the gym. Um, so it has been a little bit better. I have to admit, as summer has been rolling around, I have, you know, caving whether it's to festivals or kids birthday parties or vacations i've been really picking out uh today was a, a horseshit day for me i you know i one of the main things i've been doing or been trying to stick to been disciplined about was um kind of intermittent fasting i have black coffee in the morning so it's not true intermittent fasting but not consuming like real calories until lunchtime i think that's and, still acceptable i do that too yeah, so I mean, today I've, you know, went to Dunkin' Donuts, got my black iced coffee. I was like, yeah, fuck it. I'm going to get myself a bacon, egg, and cheese bagel. And then lunch, I went to fucking Jimmy John's and on the way home, because I still haven't. It has been like two weeks since I've gone grocery shopping. It's so pathetic. Um, I decided to hit up Wendy's on the way home and got me some uh, little junior cheeseburger deluxes with a frosty. So um, I know I'm going to be a little bit heavier than I have been as of late, but. Um, yeah, I mean, that's something I really want to start focusing on because I feel it's one of those things for anybody out there that's having struggled getting to the gym and being consistent. When I have gone to the gym four or five times a week and, and eaten clean, you know, at least a majority of the week, four out of the seven days, you know, when you get to the five and six days and you're eating clean, you just feel not high as a kite, but you just feel high on life, man. It, 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 it spills over into so many other aspects of your life whether it's, you know, your relationships with friends or your energy that you have or just motivates you. Just the discipline of going to the gym creates discipline in other areas of your life, whether it's, you know, you want to do extra work so you can get that step up at work or if you have entrepreneurial ideas that you want to, uh, you know, c continue to pursue while you're working full time. I mean, there's just a myriad of things that I think it spills over into, and I kind of want to get back to where I was doing that uh, regularly Um but yeah, I mean, it's 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 we've made a step in the right direction, and hopefully we just kick in overdrive in the coming weeks and really start to uh, get after it. Because, like I said, I've I've done it before and seen the results. Obviously, you've seen the results. What a year and a half, two years ago, you were down to close to two hundred pounds. Um, yeah. There, the the we have the and work ethic. So the work ethic is there. We just got to commit to it, and uh, I really hope we, like I said, uh, come moving forward, we we really get yeah. after it. And it's so much easier to uh, gain it than it is to lose it. That's what I've learned as well. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. I remember doing the keto diet the first time and lost, uh, you know, 20 pounds. And in the span of like six weeks afterwards or not even four weeks, I gained it all back. So um, it took me, uh, you know, three months to lose and I gained it back in a quarter of the time or a third of the time. Yeah, it's I mean, it's such a struggle. It's um, and then maintaining it is even harder. Uh, yeah, it's, it, I hate it. I hate our bodies. 
that's what I said. I mean, you gotta you gotta figure out that formula for you. I mean, for I mean, just everybody in general. Some people, you youngins out there that have a metabolism where you can eat, you know, a fucking gallon of ice cream and not gain a pound. Whereas me, I eat two pieces of bread and then anything work I had done that day is just completely fucking lost. So um, you gotta find that balance. For me, it's eating a low carb diet and just trying to eat as many vegetables and just kind of clean meat. Um, for other people, it could be a different bunch of different things. So um, find that balance, and I think uh, you'll hit that stride and kind of motivates you to keep going yes um that's another thing too i want to tell people is do not get discouraged don't let yourself every day just keep going seriously just keep keep fucking going like make that your model don't stop just keep fucking going yeah even Uh, if it's even if it's getting a half hour in the gym after work and sitting on a incline of a treadmill you know get the heart rate up to get your heart rate up and start sweating a little bit and and, uh the changes you'll make in your body you'll see are just uh, outstanding yeah, or if you have a, f- a friend, um, do yeah, whatever work you out, can. Buddies. Yeah, work out with them. I mean, you know, the, the gym that Scott and I go to isn't isn't like like so out of my way, but like you know, I could choose a, a closer gym. I've have been, um, uh, what's what I'm, I have been a member of gyms that are closer to me, but I decided to cancel and go pay more money at this gym that Scott and I go to just so I can have that accountability partner and so lean on people for sure. Um, all right, let's see, Scott, let's finish up with you and your science topic. Yeah. So listener, sorry about this, but because of Wally's work trip, uh, the Nick and Dan not being here and I unfortunately have some uh, priorities that I have to take care of a little bit later today too. So it was a shorter podcast. Um, but yeah, so there's something I wanted to touch on that's always kind of been of an interest of mine because it actually has some real life implications for everybody on this planet in the future if it decides to start to take hold. But um, most people understand we have a magnetic field around Earth. Um, it has a couple of purposes or at least benefits to us lowly people down here on Earth. Um, pretty much prevents us from dying of skin cancer uh, like every day. Um, pretty much pro- pro- blocks out all the cosmic radiation that hits Earth. Um, most of you can actually see some of this radiation happen if you live up in Canada or northern United States or northern Europe. Uh, it's called Aurora Borealis, those wonderful northern lights that we get to see regu- uh, regularly. Um, that's pretty much just the radiation bouncing off the magnetic field and creating those nice, beautiful lights that we have. Um, it's been noticed as of late that uh, there's a study done that the North Pole has been moving really fucking fast lately. Uh, fast, so fast that the uh, scientists and people that are um, uh, tasked with monitoring this can't keep up to where it's going. Uh, and there has been a worry. Um, it's, I mean, it's not, it doesn't have, so the implication I'm going to say now doesn't have much, of, it's a cosmetic implication for people, but there's one that I, from my own, my own uh, research uh, back in college and stuff and learning about this in the past, um, something that's a little bit more serious for us, but, uh, so yeah, uh, that, that magnet, mag- the magnetic field is called the magnetosphere. As I said, you know, it's blocking the radiation. Um, and since it's been moving, scientists have been worried that the Northern lights actually might be moving too. So, the, uh, the North pole has been moving a little bit closer, not a little bit. Nor- normally they said on average about nine kilometers every year. It's been, uh, kind of swaying in different directions, typically in, towards in the same direction. Uh, but the, the past uh, couple of years has been really picking up speed and moving up at the pace of 50 kilometers um, a year. And now they're said it's moving more towards Siberia and Russia. And the concern is that 
people of Canada and Northern Europe and Northern uh, United States might not be spoiled with the Northern Lights anymore. Uh, but good news is that they have run some uh, tests, been using commu- computer models using data from 1965 that say, as opposed to the magnetic, uh, the I'm sorry, the um, the actual north northern pole, there, it's been focusing around the geo, uh, Jesus Christ, the geo geomagnetic pole, which is like an average of where the fuck has been pretty much the entirety of they've been monitoring it. So uh, there's no real concern with the northern lights actually. Um, Uh, not being able to be seen by the same populations that have been seeing it. Uh, But the one thing I did want to bring up, this is, again, based on previous research that I've done. Um, So the magnetic pole, we have observed through – it's actually really cool. Uh, In Hawaii, the lava flows that come out into the ocean, they actually have small – for the people out there that are, that are professionals or know more about this than I do, forgive me. Some of the actual vernacular verbiage might be wrong. Uh, but I believe there's little small iron deposits uh, in the lava flows that point towards the North Pole because it's iron and it's magnetic. So typically the metal will point in the direction that it is attracted to. So uh, these lava flows have these little um, iron bits in it that point towards the North. Well, as geologists and people that are interested in studying the shit have um, gone back further and back further and further back in the um, the fossil record uh, have found that these these iron deposits these little slivers of iron have actually flipped multiple times in the history of the earth of the magnetic field being uh, in existence so it pretty much means um, around just under every 500,000 years or so uh, the magnetic poles flip. So the North Pole becomes the South Pole and the South Pole becomes the North Pole. And you're well, probably wondering why the fuck I'm even bringing this up. Well, <laughs> in order for this to happen, actually, the magnetic field has to get really weak before it flips. And if it gets weak, that means more sun radiation, more cosmic rays end up reaching Earth's surface. So uh, more people end up getting skin cancer. So RIP, more white people, um, as if it's not a problem for us to be in the sun already. Uh, They are actually concerned uh, because the last time that they observed that the magnetic field flipped was over 700,000 years ago. And earlier I said that on average every 500,000 years. So this, um, the one concern that they have with this North Pole kind of shifting further and further every year is that maybe the magnetic field is getting weaker and it might be flipping soon. So um, the concern is, yeah, there's going to be higher cancer rates. Um, I mean, obviously more people might end up dying from that. But uh, overall, they say it's not going to be something that's going to end all of civilization. So uh, there's the upshot. But yeah, kind of the science topic. Oh, the one thing I forgot to – I have it right at the top of the fucking – right at the top of my notes. Uh, so the magnetic field, for all you listeners out there that were actually wondering, it is generated by Earth's molten iron core. So that really hot uh, iron and nickel core that we have at the base of the Earth generates that magnetic field. So we're not the only planet that actually has it. Um, it's a common thing that's been uh, – that we know of. But, um, yeah, I just want to throw that last little tidbit in there. All right. Damn. That kind of blew my mind a bit. Yeah. Um, that was one of those cooler that. ones that I think you can wrap your head around. Yeah, so um, we we were doing the polls uh, in Scott's science segment. Uh, Scott, last week you, I think you were probably at like eighty percent ass. So all right, all right, eighty percent ass segment. So I'm gonna put the poll out there again. Please uh, do because the, you know it's been motivating me to actually uh, um, be a little be bit more well versed. <laughs> yeah, be yeah. a little bit more well versed in the the all shit right. I'm talking about. Yeah, so so I think yeah, last the week before you uh, was you were half ass. This week, I'd say 80, 80% ass. And then 
you know, now strapping for that full ass. So yeah, let's uh, get that full that, ass in. That, that was a dope topic. Um, and listeners out there, hey, don't uh, don't coddle me. Uh, be a harsh critic. Uh, I appreciate the challenge. <laughs> After last week, you were like, I have some choice words for those people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm um, just kidding. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I guess that's gonna wrap up this uh, little mini bite size of you know Monday Night Hustlers. Uh, thank you guys again for tuning in. Shout out Anchor, our top sponsor. Um, we'll not give a shout out to um, the brand that Nick always shouts out because they don't pay us yet. But uh, you know who you are. You're aware of us. Pay us. Oh, <laughs> by the way, by the way, Scott, I mean, uh, I got I got some traction on LinkedIn uh, about our podcast. Um, some Get out of here. Nick, yeah, some technique who I had no idea who he was was like, hey, uh, it was Pepsi. Pepsi's got transitioning to like canned water in February or or not February, sorry, like 2020 uh-huh. um, or, or 2021 or 2022, something like that in the next couple of years. And then someone tagged Nick of like, hey, I think I heard this on M&H and I don't <laughs> know who the guy is. Yeah. So that's awesome. So, yeah, I mean, well, only, Jesus, we really not, have to start watching what we're saying. Right. And then not only, you know, you got you got the homie Kent who said he went and bought razors. Now you got, you know, me talking about canned water. Who knows, Scott? Some shit that you bring up in your science topic is going to be mind blowing. And there's yeah, there's going to be an article and be like, oh, well, I already heard that on M&H. So, <laughs> uh, so, so appreciate it. Yeah, getting, getting phone calls to, uh, to yeah. weigh in on certain science. Topics, oh, yeah. Uh, leading you'll science be the next, research. You'll be the next Neil deGrasse Tyson. That'd be fucking awesome. Um, so yeah, shout out to all you listeners out there. We greatly appreciate it. Um, you know, this isn't you know we're not I'm not going to hang my head on on a LinkedIn message, but I I will I will build on that and and look oh, yeah. forward to giving you guys more uh, interesting content and, and sh- wild sh- shit from our brains that uh, we just love kind of talking about. And uh, we're happy you guys enjoy. And don't forget to hustle on a Monday. Thank you guys. Again, yeah. see you next week. We should be, all be in town together. Yeah, I just wanted to follow up real quick. Uh, yeah, to all you dedicated listeners out there, I know, uh, especially since Nick and Daniel have been gone, we've had some uh, low-energy podcasts. Uh, but hopefully, I mean, that's not for a lack of trying. I know uh, when everyone's together, the the conversation flows a little bit better and there's more energy. So as uh, next week comes around, hopefully we get back to our true selves and uh, – are able to entertain you guys to the oh, level no, we, you're. We've we, we got some. We've got some good episodes though. We've had some guests. Oh no, yeah, first yeah, I, certainly. Oh no, yeah, it's the just, one with the the few guests we had. But I, like I said, the first yeah. couple were a little, like I said, low energy, just because it's yeah. weird to be able to. Uh, normally, when Nick is around and you see people's faces and their reactions yeah, and just the uh, the liveliness of their body language, just help add to the podcast. And since that hasn't been around, uh, I think it's I think it's affected the podcast a little bit. Not consistently every week. Um, but we've had some low energy ones. And like I said, for all the listeners out there, I just appreciate you sticking out. And hopefully in the coming weeks, we uh, give you some really vivacious, uh, entertaining podcasts. Be back next Monday. Yes, Adios. Scott, give me a yee yee. Yee yee.